Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the A to Z podcast. My name is Dustin, and I work with Dean Zierfoss to produce A to Z. Before this episode starts, I just want to mention that the series started on YouTube, and as such, some parts, mostly the housekeeping at the end of each episode, won't really make sense in the podcast format. So when you hear Dean Z say that you can leave your questions in the comments below, that's because originally this was a YouTube video. If you do have questions, we'd still love to hear them. Just email Dean Z at law.jd.admissions at umich.edu and put A to Z podcast in the subject line. Other than that, most of the video content translates really well to a podcast. So thanks for joining us on this new format. We hope you enjoy it. If you'd like, you can still watch the original A to Z videos on YouTube by going to law.umich.edu slash A to Z vlog. You can also visit the A to Z blog, which has additional written content and more information about Michigan law. That website is experience.law.umich.edu slash A to Z. And finally, if you enjoy the podcast and find it helpful, please let us know by subscribing and leaving a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks again for listening. And now, without further ado, is the A to Z podcast. Hi, everybody. It's Dean Z talking to you from my basement. Today, I want to talk about resumes, or more particularly about one small part of your resume, specifically the interests section. So, I actually wrote a blog entry about this, if you're interested in looking that up, and maybe this is too small a part of your application to merit both a blog entry and a vlog. But you know what? I really love the interest section. The resume itself is like a very dull history lesson. It's just a list of dates and places, and, uh, you know, maybe there'll be something in there that catches someone's eye, but it's not really lively. The interest section at the bottom is like, a lovely little palate cleanser or something um, that, you know, livens things up a little bit, gets you to show your personality and your humor. Now, some people uh, might think that the law school application process is too serious and too weighty to merit a frivolous little interest section. But um, like I say, I think it's always well-placed because the rest of the resume is pretty dry. But at least at Michigan, we care a lot about who you are. And the interest section really does a nice job of revealing that. It's your chance to take some aspect of yourself that doesn't show up anywhere else in your application, but that is relevant to the undertaking of going to law school and highlight it, right? So the other day I was talking to a 2L about this section. He's applying for clerkships and he was asking me advice. We'll call him Jonah. We'll call him that because that's his actual name. He asked me not to use his actual name in this video because he wants to be, you know, too cool to have asked for advice about this, but I can't live a lie. His name was Jonah. So he, um, one of the things he was thinking about putting in his interest section was a certain kind of writing that he likes to do, but he actually had a job doing that kind of writing. So it wouldn't make sense to put it in the interest section. Now would it? Because it's already showing up. You're just double dipping. That isn't a good use of space. Anyway, let's stop talking about Jonah. Let's talk about me. Um, if I were going to write an interest section, my first step would be think about all the things that I am actually interested in. So I'd say um, I like gardening, vegetable gardening. Nope. This, sorry. Let's keep it general. I like gardening. I like reading. 
I like crossword puzzles. I like um, working out. I like cooking. Okay, that's enough. Five general interests. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But that's a very boring list. Please, for the love of God, do not use that list. It, it, it's just, it's dull, right? It really doesn't tell you very much about me. So to be more interesting, you have to be more specific. So let's drill down a little bit. Um, I say I like puzzles. I like crossword puzzles. What kind of crossword puzzles? I like New York Times crossword puzzles specifically. Now, I'm not great at them, right? I'm not like the kind of person who takes out a pen and does the Saturday section in 20 minutes. If you are, bully for you. But um, if you're not, that's fine. It's a nice way to sort of show a little humility, actually. So um, if I were going to write crossword puzzles in my intersection, I would say New York Times crossword puzzles. I might say NYT. Uh, and then I might say paren Thursday aspirational, because that's where I am. I uh, can do Wednesdays just fine. And I can do Thursdays pretty well. Sometimes I have to cheat a little bit though. So I think that shows I'm not a complete dummy. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm not also like intimidatingly brilliant maybe someone who should go find a job doing crossword puzzles. I don't know. It shows you something about me. Right, so what were my other things? Reading, working out, cooking, uh, and something else. I forget what that is, actually. We'll come back to that. I don't love reading as a topic, honestly, because, at least for me, because, you know, everything else on my resume sort of suggests I'm doing a lot of reading already. But maybe if you are something like an engineer or a science person, you might want to highlight, like, I like reading. That's great. But don't just say reading. Be very specific about, like, what you like. So see how I have this row of books there that all look alike? Those are one particular author, Anthony Trollope. Um, love Anthony Trollope. So I might say 19th century English literature, particularly Anthony Trollope. That makes me look a little pretentious, but it's clear. And, um, you know, it tells you something, definitely tells you something about me. So what would be a good third interest? Because I don't think you should have more than three. You don't want to take up too much space here with this. So I think I would go with gardening for my third one, because it makes me look kind of zen and like I'm doing something a little bit different. Um... And I might specifically say vegetable gardening, because gardening itself, that could be anything. And, you know, maybe I want to get really specific and say heirloom tomatoes uh, specifically. Or vegetable gardening might be fine, but you get the idea. Like, it's a variety of different things, and um, they show a different side of me and show a little bit of my personality. Now, if you're thinking about, like, what do I need to show about myself? You know, just think about, I mentioned the, you know, engineer or scientist who might want to show that they like to read. Look about, think about what, what, what am I missing in my application materials that might be relevant to law school that I could highlight in some other way. And this leads me to one of my favorite anecdotes about uh, a law school alum that's just great. He, he had somebody looking at his resume when he was applying for clerkships. And that person said, you know, you don't look very competitive and you want to be, you know, a litigator, litigators are competitive. Like, 
what do you what do you do that's competitive and he said well i like chess and they're like chess is great put chess down but he liked chess like in a kind of mild sort of way and not like super intense sort of way and he goes into his first interview and the judge has chess boards everywhere and then asks him some question i'm not into chess but something like what would you say if i said like queen to knight seven or something and uh he nearly had a nervous breakdown he managed to answer that question he got the clerkship offer and then he spent the intervening year and a half or so learning the hell out of how to play chess so that when he showed up in the clerkship he did not shame himself so that's another really good lesson don't claim an interest that you don't actually have because someone is going to ask you about it all right I think that's enough. I've been rambling on for a while here. So let's wind up with your grammar tip of the day. Uh, the other day I was talking about M dashes and being sure to mix it up, uh, not relying too heavily on M dashes. But here's something that I maybe should have said first. Make sure you know the difference between an M dash, an N dash, and a hyphen. Uh, they all have slightly different sizes and the M dash is the longest. And if you don't do it right. You'll have it be too small. And people who are incredibly nitpicky, which is to say lawyers, um, are going to notice and are going to be all upset about it. So be careful about that. All right. That's all I got. I'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions. Please put any questions in the comments below. Or if you prefer, you could email us at law.jd.admissions at umich.edu and put vlog in the subject line. If you found this helpful, you might want to check out my admissions blog at experience.law.umich.edu slash A2Z. And that's the number two, not spelled out. Finally, many thanks to Dustin Johnston, the brains behind this operation. Wherever you go, go blue.